بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد In tonight's reminder I remind our brothers and sisters regarding the importance of dua in the life of a Muslim and especially in this blessed month of Ramadan Indeed, dua, which is whereby a person supplicates to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that dua can include praising Allah, thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and asking Allah of your needs. Asking of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of your needs and your necessities, and regarding your affairs of the dunya and your affairs of the religion. Indeed, it is extremely important for a Muslim to be constantly making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and throughout the whole year. But when Ramadan begins or during the month of Ramadan, there's more of an emphasis in making dua because Ramadan is the time or is the best time for the rectification of the soul. Rectification of the hearts. And one of the best ways for a person to achieve this is to be constantly in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and constantly making dua as much as they can during the blessed month of Ramadan. What should a person ask and what should a person say? You should ask whatever you want of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whatever you want. And regarding your affairs of the dunya, your wealth, your family, your possessions, for protection, for being firm, Affairs of the religion, you ask Allah to guide you, to keep you firm upon his religion, to keep you firm upon his obedience, to keep you firm in being a person who learns his religion and practices it in accordance to the Quran and in accordance to the Sunnah of Muhammad وسلم, and in accordance to the understanding of our Salaf. In accordance to the understanding of, our, of the companions of Muhammad وسلم, and those who followed them in their righteousness and their piousness and their knowledge. So throughout the month of Ramadan, you should dedicate a big portion of your time, inshallah, you're able to, to dua. It is extremely important if you want to succeed if you want to achieve the best out of Ramadan, dua is an important tool that will rectify any your hearts because you're increasing your connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're asking of Allah azza wa jal. You're humbling yourself before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Humbling yourself before Allah that you are His servant and that you are in need of him you are in need of his guidance 
you are in need of his help and his aid and that you cannot achieve anything in reality in this dunya on the hereafter except in the hereafter except by the mercy of Allah and his subhanahu wa ta'ala we will look at one or should we say two and the du'as of the prophet sallallahu two supplications of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the first one is known as sayyidul istighfar and it is mentioned in sahih al-bukhari this dua is mentioned whosoever says says this dua during the night time during the evening and night time and he passes away during the night then he will enter paradise and whosoever says it in the morning in the daytime and he dies during that day then he will enter any paradise and in this supplication the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said allahumma anta rabbi la ilaha illa ant khalaqtani wa ana abduk wa ana ala ahdik wa wa'dik ma istada't a'udhu bika min sharri ma sana't abu'u laka bi ni'matika alayya wa abu'u bi dhanbi faghfir li fa innahu la yaghfiru adh-dhunub illa ant this dua, this supplication means, say Allahumma, and you call upon Allah, O oh Allah, Anta Rabbi, you are my Lord. In this dua, you will see how a person should humble themselves before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It starts with, O oh Allah, you are my Lord. A person affirms the Lordship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah is his Lord Allah is the one who governs his affairs Allah is the one who is the controller of his affairs Allah is the one who sustains him so affirms the rububiyyah the Lordship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then the next part of the dua the person affirms the worship of Allah Azza wa Jal after affirming his lordship. And he says, La ilaha illa ant. There is no deity worthy of worship except you. Except you. As we say in Surah Al Fatiha, which we recite all the time, only you we worship and only you we seek help in. So he, a person, affirms that he affirms the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. That nothing is deserving and nothing is worthy of being worshipped except Allah, his Lord. The one who sustains him, the one who has created him. Then the next part of the dua, the person says, خَلَقَتَنِي وَأَنَا abduk." You created me and I am your servant. Meaning I am your slave. Again you see here how a person is humble before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their dua. A person puts them at the correct level that they should be humble before Allah. That he is a servant, he is a slave. 
and he's been created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If it was not for Allah Azza wa Jal, you will not be present in this dunya. You will have no presence at all. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose to create you. And you need to affirm him as your creator and affirm in yourself that you are his servant. You have been created here in this dunya as his slave and servant to obey him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To obey him. This dunya is a test. Is a time where you are tested. You are going through a test. If you succeed, there is Jannah. If you fail, there is a hellfire. So a person must affirm their servitude before Allah and his subhanahu wa ta'ala. The next part of the dua says, وَأَنَا عَلَىٰ أَهْدِكْ وَوَعْدِكْ مَا I am upon your covenant and your promise as much as I am able or to the best of my ability. And Shaykh Salih Ta'ala, he mentions that this means that I obey you and I believe in you to the best of my ability. To the best of my ability. He, a person, affirms. After affirming that he's a servant of Allah, that he's created, he affirms that I am in your obedience as much as I am able to. As much as I am able to. He said, Shaykh Salih Ta'ala, he mentions. A person then mentions the other reality and regarding us, the children of Adam. He says, I seek refuge in you from the evil of what I have done. From the evil of what I, am do I have done. The evil of a person's sins. The evil of a person's sinful action and sinful speech. A person seeks refuge in Allah from the evil consequences and of those actions of his or hers. Those actions that are harmful to the people. Things that he's done against the people or things that he's done against his own self. There are sins, sinful, disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And indeed, this is a state of the children of Adam. All of the children of Adam, they make mistakes. And the best of those who make mistakes and fall into sins are those who repent. Those who acknowledge their deficiency, acknowledge their sins before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they repent sincerely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not be do not be a person who is arrogant a person that never thinks about his sins never repents things that he is above everybody else that he is something special in reality brothers and sisters we are only servants and slaves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we are deficient and we fall into mistakes 
and we need to acknowledge those mistakes in ourselves and we need to rectify them and we need to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seek protection in him from the evil consequences of our sins. The next part of the dua mentions I acknowledge your blessings upon me. I acknowledge your blessings upon me. Another very important part, a person is humbled. He acknowledges that his blessings, what he has, the favors that he has, that they are all from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not from his own deeds and actions, merely by him, his hard work. He attributes it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Of course, we have tawakkul in Allah and we do the actions, we take the asbab, we take the means to work, to earn our provision, etc., etc. But all of it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He, a person, is being grateful to Allah, being grateful to Allah and thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his blessings. Person says, I acknowledge my sins. I acknowledge my sins. So forgive me. So forgive me. I ask for, for your forgiveness. Another very humble part. A person acknowledges their sins. And ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely, Taghfirli. Taghfirli. So forgive me. Why is the person asking Allah? The next part says, فَإِنَّهُ لَا يَغْفِرُ الدُّنُوبَ إِلَّا أَنْ For indeed, no one forgives sins except you. Except you. Nobody is able to wipe away my sins. No one is able to forgive me for my sins. Nobody is able to amend my sins except you, Allah. Except you. My Lord, you're the one who created me, gave me my existence. The one who's blessed me with my favors. The one who acknowledged has given me everything and I am your servant and I am deficient and I need your forgiveness and acknowledge my wrongdoing. And in this dua, as we see, and it is a very and a powerful dua, Sayyidul Istighfar. And a person should memorize this, inshallah, and say this dua, for indeed, there's many benefits in it when you read it. And you read it with and in knowing its meaning for it to have that impact on yourself, that impact upon your hearts. As we see here, the, the status, the virtue of the prophetic supplications, the supplications of the Prophet we see how meaningful they are. They are deep with meaning, deep with meaning. And we need to, honey, the way to rectify ourselves, one of the great ways to rectify ourselves, to keep us on the right path, 
especially this Ramadan, and be successful at the end of Ramadan is to keep up with the prophetic supplications and to think about these, the meanings in them. And there's a second supplication and which goes along some of the same meaning. Allahumma inni zalamtu nafsi zulman kathira wa la yakfiru dhunuba illa ant faghfir li maghfiratan min indik warhamni innaka antal ghafur rahim Another smaller supplication but still in the same context in the same or less the same meaning here. He says Allah indeed I have transgressed against myself. I have transgressed against myself with a great transgression. Okay, I have transgressed against myself greatly. And no one forgives sins except you. Therefore, so forgive me. Forgive me with a forgiveness from you. Warhamni and have mercy upon me. Innaka antal ghafur rahim. Indeed, you are the oft forgiving, the most merciful. We end here. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in beneficial knowledge and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in righteous actions.